Hello and welcome to the first Loved and Lost podcast, a project that invites people to explore their personal stories of loss. Each person is invited to find a family photograph of themselves with someone who's passed away. We then return to the location of that photograph together to restage the photograph and afterwards we find somewhere to sit down and talk. Everyone's story of loss is unique. There's no right or wrong way to deal with it. But the thing that's helped me the most is to talk about it. Thank you for tuning in to the first of series one of the Loved and Lost podcast. My name is Simon Bray, creator of Loved and Lost, a project I started after I lost my dad to prostate cancer. I wanted to find a way to talk about my loss and in the process encourage others to talk about their grief and give them a chance to celebrate the people that they've lost. Each show will feature one person telling their story and sharing what it was like to take part in the project. It's never easy to hear people talk about loss, but my hope is that listening to the stories of others will go some way in breaking down the social taboo of discussing our grief. Loss can be emotionally draining and confusing. It can often feel like there's no best way to process everything. But I hope that hearing how others have navigated that path will offer you strength in the midst of wherever you are on that journey. Today's podcast features Effie, who I met at White Sands Bay near St David's, Pembrokeshire, on the West Wales coast. We restaged an old photograph of herself with her dad, taken outside the cottage they visited each year on their family holiday. She dwells on the experience of returning, going back to a place where she shared so many happy times with her family, almost a pilgrimage that helped her reconnect to those fond memories and to reconnect to her dad. I'll be back at the end to let you know how to find out more about Effie's story and how you can participate in the project yourself. But for now, I'll leave Effie to introduce herself and tell you about the photograph that we restaged for the project. Uh, My name's Effie. So we're in Pembrokeshire, near St David, just up from White Sands Bay, just above it. And the original photo was taken very near here probably right on the spot, I think. About about 20 years ago, I was, I think, 12 or 13-ish in the photo of my dad and me standing just um, on the coast, really, just in front of the sea, with the sea in the background. And we're standing next to the house, the little cottage that we used to stay in and come back to year after year. Um, and it was known as Toad Cottage to us. I think it was my brother that named it because we'd get lots of toads from the pond opposite and they'd turn up in our shoes and things and we'd find them hiding in the cottage. So it got its name from that. And we're just standing side by side, yeah, side by side but sort of looking at each other and I'm scowling a bit and he's smiling at me, (laughs) which is quite typical, I think. (laughs) It was very familiar, we kept coming back to it and, but I mean, it's just, it's just a very, it's a special, wonderful, magical place here. It's just wild and there's so much sea and sky and yeah, we just, we all loved it. I think we were drawn to it, maybe because it was 
because it was special because of the city as well and the history of the landscape and my dad loved all that but then it became special because it was like a you know a place that we would come back to I haven't been back since actually since well since my dad died no I haven't come back we haven't come back as a family don't know why there were other special places we'd go to that maybe were a bit closer but no first time first time I've come back it's a bit strange and a bit it's a bit it's a bit sad but quite peaceful as well and there's something about going back to a place and reconnecting that, that helps you to reconnect with a memory or a person that kind of grounding yourself in in a place that that helps I think helps to kind of get back in touch with with a person or yeah memories so it's I mean it's it's lovely to be back yeah well he was um, he he'd been a monk for many years um, so he was always a bit monkish and a bit otherworldly but not I suppose he sort of had his head in the clouds a bit and he was obsessed with history and he almost I think lived with you know partly in with one foot in the past but but that not, that's not to say he wasn't engaged with the present and with us yeah I suppose he has inhabited these different sort of you know a very unusual world of the monastery and he carried that with him. He was gentle and a bit eccentric and not at all interested in material things. And a very, had a very deep faith and a sort of quite a silly sense of humour, quite whimsical. And I think he loved his family and being in a family, having been in his alternative family, you know, for so long, the monastery. So he was, he was down to earth, he was very in the world, but in a way a bit not of the world. <laughs> I think he was a bit, maybe a bit unusual, a bit old-fashioned and a bit, yeah, a bit quirky. But I don't think I was ever particularly embarrassed about that. As a, you know, I didn't I didn't think I had any of that typical kind of teenage, oh my god, parents. I think I was always a bit quite proud of that. Sort of slightly odd side to him. <laughs> I'd love to think that I would I'm have I'm like him in some ways. I suppose I am. He was definitely a thinker, you know, a deep thinker, and interested, I think, in the the um, human side of history. You know, he so he wrote these a couple of books, and um, they were full of characters. He was interested in like in, in in the personalities of the past. It wasn't dry. I think he was quite into the psychology of of the past, and. 
yes, he, uh, he was a teacher as well, and he was very, he loved his students, and they, and they loved him. We've got lots of photos of him, of, yeah, to choose from, lots of special ones, uh, all focused around just, I suppose, the mundane, you know, mundane family life that actually is, is magical in hindsight, you know. Uh, they're really precious. I mean, this one is a favourite, a favourite of mine, partly because of the place and partly because of my face, because I'm scowling in it, and I think it, he's kind of humouring me in the way that he would, humouring my, my moods, my grumpiness. That's quite typical. He died a long time ago now, and. I've had longer without him than with him. So I don't, I don't know, it, it, there's just such a loss, loss of a relationship. And you don't know what it would have been like. You don't know what, how it would have developed. But it's, it's peaceful, you know, it feels, it feels okay to come back. I get very envious of friends with dads, you know, and that relationship. Yes. No, maybe envy isn't the right word exactly, but, or maybe it is, but just the sort of, that, mm, they're lucky. Yeah, isn't it nice to see that, to have a, that relationship? And I think it's a particularly, it's a special one between a, a fa the father-daughter one. They're special. Yeah, uh, yes, they have been really important i think just as a way of as a way of remembering um keeping in mind kind of happy memories i think they're useful for that little tiny snapshots into into a life and a like a family life and um but actually the thing that is most evocative more than photographs is smell here like a, it's very very it sort of instantly takes you back it just smells the same Ooh, action on the pond <laughs> the toads yeah no i just think it's it's a wonderful thing to to reconnect with the, a land, the land and a spot, you know, a particular spot. Um, it's really, it's really special. To kind of, there's something about going there, uh, literally, and yeah, it's very interesting. Thank you so much to Effie for sharing her story. It was an absolutely stunning day on the Welsh coast and a privilege to give her a reason to return to the cottage after so many years. I could tell how much it meant to her to be back there and give herself time to enjoy the memories and the place in all its natural beauty. You can see the photographs and read her story on the project website at lovedandlostproject.co.uk, which also features all the other stories from the project. 
I would love to hear your thoughts on Effie's story and please get in touch to share your own stories, how you've navigated your own difficult journeys of loss. You can get in touch on Facebook at Loved and Lost Project, Twitter at Loved and Lost Pro or through the project website at lovedandlostproject.co.uk. You'll also find information there about how you can take part in the project by restaging your own photographs. Everything you need to know is on the participate page. Thank you again for taking the time to listen and please feel free to share the podcast with friends, family and anyone you think might benefit from hearing it. I'll be back next time with another story from the Loved and Lost Project. Until then, take good care of yourself. Thanks so much to Beck for sharing her story. It was such a privilege to meet her and spend the day in Scarborough together. You can see the photographs and read her story on the project website at lovedandlostproject.co.uk, which also features all the other stories from the project. I would love to hear your thoughts on Beck's story, and please do get in touch to share your own story, how you've navigated your own difficult journey of loss. You can get in touch on Facebook at Loved and Lost Project, Twitter at Loved and Lost Pro or through the project website at lovedandlostproject.co.uk. You'll also find information there about how you can take part in the project by restaging your own photographs. Everything you need to know is on the participate page. Thank you again for taking the time to listen and please feel free to share the podcast with friends, family and anyone you think might benefit from hearing it. I'll be back next time with another story from the Loved and Lost Project. Until then, take good care of yourself.